This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Take the baseline out. Uh-huh. 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 Hello, everyone, and welcome to the second mini episode of the Hardwood Knox podcast titled Hardwood Knox in seven ish minutes or less. Um, After getting feedback on our first go around with this style of podcast, we are changing it up. I have NBA math founder and editor in chief Adam Frommel with me. Um, We're going to not be reading verbatim a mailbag style back and forth we did um, a couple weeks beforehand, but we're going to just be touching upon talking points in that in a more brief manner. And you can go ahead and read the piece. Before we get started on our topic, I just want to continue reminding everyone, imploring everyone, begging everyone to please rate, review, and subscribe to us on iTunes. Andy and I have noticed that those numbers continue to climb. It really means a lot to us. And if you can steal people's phones and subscribe to us for them, or even better, recommend us to a friend, family member, acquaintance, enemy, who you think needs some more bad basketball takes in their lives. As always, you can also get 15% off at the NBA Math Shop. That's nbamath.com slash shop, promo code Benno, B-E-N-O. On to our short version of this podcast. The topic today is after signing with the Los Angeles Lakers, has LeBron James made his last NBA Finals appearance? I'll be starting us off. Um, I took the stance of no, and this was my question that we, excuse me, I took the stance of yes, LeBron James has made his last NBA Finals appearance, and it was I who threw this topic out there because it's interesting to me that LeBron James kind of took this Big picture view by signing with the Lakers. He's essentially punting to me on the next two years of his career. Maybe he wins 50 games next season with Los Angeles. And maybe Los Angeles even then goes out and signs a Kawhi Leonard or signs a Jimmy Butler. But they're not just going to win a title overnight. And you need this year to help groom the youngsters. And then you're going to need next year to incorporate whoever you end up signing. And so long as the Warriors exist it's really hard to envision this Lakers squad beating them four times in seven tries, even if LeBron gets another star, even if Lonzo Ball and or Brandon Ingram hit as stars themselves, even if Kevin Durant ends up leaving Golden State in a year or two. And then by the time that the Lakers might be ready to get back to the NBA Finals, to beat the Warriors or to beat the Rockets, whoever standing there, you're looking at LeBron entering age 37 or age 38 in his twilight, getting ready to co-lead in train wreck four. And what is he going to be by that point? Will he even still be on the Lakers in three years after he opts out or in four years after his contract expires? And it's just tough for me to really envision him getting back to that NBA finals 
apex before he retires or more loosely leaves the Eastern Conference. Yeah, as strange as it seems, because this has been a, a weird offseason with the Rajon Rondo and Lance Stevenson signings and, and Michael Beasley and JaVale McGee, it seems like the Lakers are doing everything correctly to use that time frame that you mentioned. We're looking at a team that's going to have about $38 million in cap space during the 2019 offseason with the Hollywood appeal, with LeBron James in a Lakers jersey already. They're not recruiting him simultaneously to the other stars who could be available. Um, and that could be Kemba Walker. It could be Kawhi Leonard. It could be Kevin Durant. We don't really know who that's going to be. But the point is that they're going to have options to go along with these young guys who do seem like promising complementary talents if they develop correctly. So there, there are no guarantees here. This isn't something I talked about in the piece, but I also think it's important to mention that the Warriors aren't going to stick around forever. Now, this is a, a ridiculously expensive team. And in the past, when we've seen these super teams form, it's impossible for ownership to pay the costs that it takes to maintain them. So as they continue to get more expensive and the luxury costs, the luxury tax and the repeater tax start to take effect, then a breakup is even more likely. And then we're suddenly looking at a scenario where the Lakers could take over as that team that has multiple stars. To me, though, on the Warriors point, and I touch upon this within the piece, is even if you lose one of their core four right now, they're still set up to really run the table or close to it. Uh, if they lose two, it's a different story, but I don't know why they would end up losing two unless Draymond Green or Clay Thompson both get the itch to lead another team. The other thing for me, and uh, let me throw May Culpa out there because I said Eastern Conference a bunch of times in my first response, and I know the Lakers are in the Western Conference, so if I screwed that up, apologies. Anyway, the two things that stand out to me is, one, this Lakers product for the upcoming season, we don't really know how much it's going to impress outside free agents because of how questionable the fits are around LeBron James. The league's average three-point attempt rate last season was 33.7%. Michael Beasley, Ray John Rondo, Lance Stevenson, and even Brandon Ingram, they all fell shy of that mark. Yes, Ingram shot the three-ball well, but the volume matters. Lonzo Ball um, did surpass that three-point attempt rate, but he put down just 30.5% of his three-pointers. KCP, Josh Hart, Kyle Kuzma, those should be tidy fits alongside LeBron James. But the Lakers are still kind of begging for a pick-and-pop five. How well is their offense going to fare and how appealing will they be to outside free agents with the core they have in place, whether it be these placeholders or these big picture young pieces? And the final thing for me, how appealing is LeBron James himself going to be at that age? We already saw Paul George make his decision uh, to resign with Oklahoma City before LeBron joined the Lakers. And then we saw that Kyrie Irving, or before that, we saw Kyrie Irving wanted out of Cleveland while LeBron James was still there. There were rumors being bandied about that Leonard might prefer the Clippers or even just another team in general as opposed to being teamed up with LeBron or just having to go up against LeBron on a regular basis. If for some reason players look at the age or the attention that he brings from the media and the fans and they don't want to play with him, that's going to harm the Lakers in a way that cap space cannot reverse or address. Quote, my whole life I've been watching him, saying he's my favorite player, and then just to have the opportunity to be able to play with him, it's really crazy. That's what Lonzo Ball said right after LeBron made his decision to join the Lakers, and we saw a similar message portrayed by Jetty Osmond on Instagram when he thanked James for their mutual time together with the Cavaliers. So I think he does still have a certain level of magnetism that might not affect stars 
like Kawhi Leonard, but we're talking about the even younger guys who could come aboard in 2019 after breaking out a little bit or could come aboard in 2020 and supplement a core that's already developing. And, and this is the kind of thing that's going to be maintained even if he does start to decline, even as his age starts creeping up closer to 40 than 30, because we're talking about players who have grown up watching him play, who have grown up with him as their favorite player. And I think that that sort of that sort of overshadows whatever declines we're seeing from uh, from the Lakers team on the court. Uh, even if it doesn't work out, even if we don't get a chance to showcase the current youngsters, there's an appeal that can't be overstated and that no other team is going to possess. I think the biggest issue here with all we're talking about and even the flaws in my own argument that maybe LeBron won't appeal to free agents, he, he probably will on some level. And that Lonzo Ball quote is perfect. Everything hinges upon time. LeBron just doesn't have this kind of time, even if we believe he is superhuman, even if we believe the Warriors are going to abdicate their throne. Other superpowers are on the come up in the West. There will be Denver, there will be Utah, and inevitably somewhere else. The Lakers need at least two other headliners, along with credible depth, to kind of keep pace with what's happening in the West. And yet they can't get one necessarily without forfeiting the rights to the other. The, the odds of both Lonzo and, and Brandon Ingram breaching that superstar threshold before Los Angeles has to flip one or both of them for the entrenched sidekick that James will demand, and he will eventually demand that type of sidekick, by 2019-2020 are not especially high. And it's I have trouble reconciling all this at this sort of either-or impasse. Maybe LeBron James gets you free agents eventually. Maybe this thing pans out eventually, but he doesn't have that kind of time. Nothing about this on-court marriage is a given, least of all its capacity to not only survive time, but improve with it. It's it's so hard to project what's going to happen at the tail end of LeBron's career because we haven't seen anything quite like this. This is a guy that never suffers major injuries, that is playing the best basketball of his career, arguably, at 33 years old. Um, he's a guy that spends a million dollars per year to maintain his body, improve his body. So it's really difficult to know what exactly is going to happen. But we're also operating under the assumption that he can't make the finals as not necessarily the leading player on a team but a lesser player. What if he's just a, a lower tier starter um, surrounded by other talents, which could happen in LA as, as this, this tenure progresses. Um, one of the reasons that I'm still pretty bullish on their eventual finals appearance is guys like Lonzo Ball. So if we turn to 538's Carmelo forecast system, they're projecting him as a future all-star earning 6.7 wins above replacement uh, during the 2020 and 2021 campaigns, and the confidence interval reaches all the way to 15 uh, war added, which is more than the 13 that, that LeBron himself added this last year. We're talking about really good players who could get a chance to develop in perfect fashion alongside the greatest player of his generation. So there's a chance that he could lead a team that he's still headlining because they get marquee stars in their primes. There's a chance that he could take on a lesser role. He's already he's always fancied himself more of a passer than a scorer anyway. So just the number of different opportunities that he has to get to that point, coupled with the fact that betting against LeBron is never a good idea, just is going to keep pushing me in this direction. Well, that'll do it for us. Just sort of this brief at-a-glance look at uh, the piece that we wrote. We hope to do more of these. Continue to let us know what you think of these shorter style pieces, what you want to see from them, what you don't want to see from them, or hear 
Rather, you can get at Hardwood Knox at Hardwood Knox or get at me at Dan Favale, F-A-V-A-L-E. Yell at Angie to join one of these short podcasts at Andrew D. Bailey. Follow our sponsor, MBA Math, at MBA underscore math. You can get at Adam and send him money or ask him for his Venmo so that he can spend a million dollars a year on maintaining his body at Frommel09. And now just ask yourself, uh, will LeBron make another NBA Finals uh, before his contract, before he leaves the Lakers, before he retires? Will he just render all this discussion null and void by returning to the Eastern Conference at some point? So please consider that. And again, let us let us know what you think. Until next time, I leave you with the shout-out to Benno Udry and Kyle Anderson. Get really into your favorite shows and movies all in one place with Flex, a 4K streaming box you get free with Xfinity Internet. Find what you want with your voice on Netflix, Hulu, Disney+, Plus, and more. No more jumping in and out of apps. And get Peacock Premium at no additional cost. It's a way better way to watch. Learn more at Xfinity.com Flex. Restrictions apply requires postpaid Xfinity Internet excluding Internet Essentials, one device included. Subscriptions required to access streaming services.